Hi FM, 101.9 megahertz of life. But let me give a loud and clear message to the Democratic Alliance. If you think that the people of this country are going to allow you and take this beautiful country, city of Cape Town of ours, and hand it over to the Zionists, the city of Cape Town will be a bloodbath, I can assure you that. We will not allow you to take this and sell it and sell your principles, your ethics and values like you have just formed the land in the Western Cape to the United States and others. We will not allow you to make this a Jewish state. So my message to all South Africans is loud and clear. If you want another Palestine in the Western Cape, you want to go back to the days of apartheid, then support the Zionist state of Palestine, which we believe violating their rights, this Western Cape, this city of Cape Town that has been violating for a long period of time. So if you want them to continue, I want to say to you, you will pay the ultimate price. Those are the words of radicalism. You could say the Zionist state of Palestine. That's what happens when you're in such a state of mind. You lose it, don't you? Well, what you just heard is a speech recently made by Ahmed Manzoor Sheikh Imam, who's a member of the National Assembly of South Africa for the National Freedom Party and also a member of the South African Parliament's speech. Uh, Let's take a closer look at that now from a legal perspective. Joining us now on the line, once again, it's great to have on board Advocate Mark Opp. Oppenheimer, practicing advocate and member of the Johannesburg Bar. Mark, very good afternoon to you, and thanks once again for joining us. Good to have you on board the Afternoon Overdrive. Of course, absolute pleasure. So, Mark, we've heard it. We heard it all. (laughs) Isn't this against South African law to behave uh, with such uh, threats and issues in such a way, considering that such uh, remarks were used at the ICJ, you could say, in parallel to this uh, as uh, evidence against Israel. But we have uh, Ahmed Amunzu Sheikh Imam uttering these uh, words in, in Parliament. Yeah, there are a couple of things worth taking note of in the speech. Mm. The one is he mentions the Jewish state. Mm. So there's a, a line that's taken often, which is, we don't have a problem with Jews. Our only problem is with Zionists. And so, you know, often what will happen is that you co-opt people like Ronnie Casrills uh, to utter vile anti-Israel stuff under a cover of saying, well, we know this Jew is willing to condemn these Israelis, so we're not anti-Semites. And of course here, the Sheikh makes it very clear uh, that there will be bloodshed. Mm. And this is, seems to me there's an ambiguity in what's being said. The one is that there's a call to action. In other words, those of you that are listening to my speech, I'm calling on you to perform the act of bloodshed mm-hmm. against all Capetonians or against the Jews who are there um, because the DA is allowing a Zionist presence. That's the one way of reading it. Mm-hmm. So there's clear anti-Semitic undertones. The other way of reading it is he says, the Jews uh, are killers. And if you allow them into this place, if you allow Jews to settle in the Western Cape, then they will perform the the bloodshed. And that latter um, kind of speech is also a problem because you're libeling a whole group of people on the grounds of their religion as killers. Um, And so they're both dangerous acts of speech. Now, there's a question as to, is it prohibited by South African law? And then there's a second question is, does this particular person have any additional protections against ordinary South African law. So the one way that we deal with speech uh, is through the Hate Speech Act, um, So, which is 
really the Equality Act. So it mm. is a piece of legislation that is what we call sui generis. It's of its own type. It is not uh, purely civil and not purely criminal. Um, and so all of the famous hate speech cases that you've heard of will have um, gone through this uh, Equality Act. Um, and there, the Act has gone through various changes. I was involved um, in challenging sections of that Act, which were found to be unconstitutional, in a case called Kualani at the Constitutional Court. Um, but ultimately, we've settled on what the test is, which is that you must be advocating hatred uh, against a protected group. Um, and that could include um, a belief structure, like people who are Zionists, an ethnic group, um, or a religious group. So Jews and Israelis are going to be a protected group. So one is you must be propagating hatred against them. And then there's two different other things you could do, only one of which is sufficient. Um, so either you are inciting harm against them, so calling on people to perform a harm against that group. So our first interpretation mm -hmm. of there will be bloodshed is those people in this room or those that are listening to me, you know, go out and kill people. Right. So that's the incitement to harm. Or that the speech itself is harmful. Um, and so to the targeted group. And I would think that calling Jews killers um, or capable of performing a bloodshed would be harmful to that group. So on either fork, you could find hate speech. Um, now, here's where the complexity comes in. So our constitution provides parliamentary privilege um, to parliamentarians. And it says that for anything that you say in the National Assembly, two members of that assembly, that you cannot be held civilly or criminally liable or held liable for damages. Now, the question is whether um, the Equality Act falls outside of those categories, because I, as I mentioned, I described it as sui generis. Mm -hmm. So it's not criminal. It's not civil. It's its own thing. And so it may very well be the case that that parliamentary privilege would not be a shield against the charge of hate speech. But that would be a novel error in our law. I can't think of a situation where a parliamentarian has uh, uttered something along these lines. We see all sorts of you know, awful dreck falling out of their mouths, but this is particularly awful. You know, Mark, when, when he uses the word Zionists, could he, from his perspective, be using it as an inclusive definition of everyone in the Western Cape? There's, he talks of this Jewish sta state of, of, of the Western Cape and the, the, the Zionists. Is he perhaps uh, referring to it as a collective? One of my listeners has just uh, sent something in. Does he realize how few Jews are in the Cape? What Jewish state does this poor individual think we can form here? I thought there were laws in South Africa against hate speech. Yes. I mean, I'd, there's an article that predates mm. this where there's this bizarro conspiracy theory, you know, conspiratorial thinking about the idea of a Jewish state emerging and the Jews taking over. Uh, I, I kind of had a good chuckle over it because I always think that, you know, when the anti-Semites think that we have that much power, it's not a bad thing. We shouldn't necessarily disabuse them of it. Um, but there is a Jewish presence um, in Cape Town and often that Jewish presence has been quite badly harassed. So in Seapoint, sure. for example, that was the site of protest where people waved not just Palestinian flags, but Hamas flags um, and described Hamas as resistance fighters. And that seems to be targeted against the Jewish community. Um, and of course, as much as there is a tiny number of Jews in South Africa, they have an outsized influence. Mark, um, we, we have to break for a, a short uh, news update. So you don't mind if we keep you on the line because uh, I'd like to unpack this issue a bit further, if that's okay with you, Mark. Great having you on board, and thanks so much for joining us on the show this afternoon. Hi FM, your station of choice since 2008.
Well, the time is just about going 29 minutes to 5. If you've just joined us, welcome to the Afternoon Overdrive on 11.9 High FM. I'm Michael McKenna. Joining me on the line, we have Advocate Mark Oppenheimer, Practicing Advocate and Member of the Johannesburg Bar. Mark, thank you so much for staying on the line as we continue to unpack this uh, inflammatory st- speech by Ahmed Monzo Sheikhiman. He's a member of the National Assembly of South Africa and the National Freedom Party and member of the South African Parliament's speech. Now, Mark, I don't know if you wanted, wanted to conclude about uh, this question I put to you uh, just before we broke for a, a quick uh, new, a news, news update uh, regarding how he's interpreting who the Zionists are in, in the Cape, because uh, the, Jewish, the Jewish community down there, uh, what does it number? Yeah, well, we know that Jews in South Africa um, total around 50,000, down from a a peak of about 150,000, that a lot of Jews are either in Johannesburg, um, Durban, or Cape Town. Um, So the Jewish community in Cape Town, I think the last time I had a look at the numbers, was between uh, 15 and 25,000. So you're dealing with a small number of people. But as I say, you know, we have an outsized influence as Jews and have, you know, played an important role in, you know, building up South Africa. Um, Zionists can be, I think, in this case, he sees it as synonymous with Jews, but he also seems to be referring to other kinds of Zionist influences like America. Um, okay. And of course, there mm-hmm. are many Christians who see themselves as Zionists, and it seems like the idea of allowing these foreign forces to buy land in uh, in the Western Cape is what's, what upsets him, and he thinks that those people are, are Zionists um, and shouldn't be allowed to be there. Um, and maybe, in other words, who he counts would be not just Jews living in South Africa, but Jews who live abroad who would like to come settle here. Mark, when it comes to freedom of expression versus hate speech, how do we draw the line with that? Yes. So, as I mentioned earlier, um, we have a limit on speech. Mm-hmm. Um, it's dealt with by the Equality Act. I'd also made reference to the Hate Speech Act, which would actually introduce mm-hmm. criminal penalties Um and uh, hasn't been signed into law yet, um, but largely mirrors the language of the Equality Act, but um, one can be jailed for speech that would amount to hate speech. Um, Our constitution uh, prizes free speech, Mm -hmm. um, but places these limitations. So the constitutional limits on hate speech is advocacy of hatred on the grounds of race, gender, ethnicity, and religion, and that constitutes an incitement to cause harm. As I mentioned, our legislation says or that the speech itself is harmful. Mark, I'm sorry, we are, we're going to have to leave it here, but leave it there. But thank you so much for holding on and just uh, elaborating a bit more on this uh, insightful and hateful speech that uh, Ahmad Sheikh Imam, who's a member of uh, the National Assembly and also the National Freedom Party, made recently regarding, well, it focused on threats against the DA and the Western Cape. Advocate Mark Oppenheimer, practicing advocate and member of the Johannesburg Bar.